Welcome back to the Oz American Aces NFL podcast. We have our man back online, the rat. Even though we nearly dodged a bullet last night when he said he got the recovery, but the Braden Fiorini's wedding. Rat, fantastic to have you back on the podcast, brother. We missed you. Oh, thanks for having me, Tommy. Yes, uh, as you know, uh, wedding season, mate. Uh, Brado got married to his now lovely uh, wife, Molly, yesterday. It was great fun. And um, as you know, the backup drinks today, but um, glad we could find some time, mate. Uh, you're right, mate. I've just come off Stakes Day, and that's never a quiet one. But um, a few winners, a lot of losers. But now we talk about what makes us more, you know, makes us more happy is the NFL. A bit more consistent. I just love it. You know, I think about horse racing, you've got $2 favourites, they run eighth. You know, that does not happen to the Ravens when they're $2. They give you a bit of a run for your money. Anyway, let's get stuck into it, big boy. I'm not going to waste any time. We First of all, shout out to Adam Trelaw for just stepping in last week and just, you know, again, maybe uh, making man you look like a fool. But uh, you're back in the hot seat, so I'm hoping you're ready to go. Let's open it up, though. Let's just quickly talk about the Bears getting it done against the Panthers. What did you like, mate? What did I like? I still like this uh, Tyson Badgett fellow. Like, it's just so crazy where they've invested so heavily in Justin Fields and saw the stat. Fields won one game for the year. Badgett's won two. So it's just, that's the way the NFL works. It's so crazy. Badgett doesn't try to bite off too much. Um, both teams look shit out. So that's all I really took out of that one. And you got to pick one versus an undrafted uh, QB and the undrafted QB managed against the Chockey. So it just sums up the NFL, doesn't it, Tommy? What a what? Yeah, it does. And what a horrific game it was. I mean, oh. Bryce Young. I know he's the number one pick. Oh, they put a graphic up, which was fantastic for everyone, probably like myself, who were a bit hard on him because Joe Burrow and um, you know Trevor Lawrence, they're all in the same boat when they when they come into the league. Even I think Jared Goff, they all zero six or one and five. But he just doesn't give you anything, you know what I mean? The twenty-one from thirty-eight completions, one hundred and eighty-five yards. He, they had a, they had a, well, they have a kick return for six points, seven points. They, they didn't even. They got six points of offense for the whole game. It was just painful, and that's against the Bears. And Bears, their defense has actually gotten better, I must say. But yeah, anyway, well, well done to the Bears. They go to three and seven, which is not too bad considering they were really struggling early. It's going to be fun when Fields gets back. See what he. I wonder if he plays a bit higher. Uh, at a higher standard now, there's a bit more pressure because um, a lot of mate management must be having an absolute nightmare knowing that there's another guy called Caleb Williams around the corner. Yeah, mate, you're right. And you've seen this Caleb Williams bloke. He's an absolute stud. Um, going to be the first QB taken off the board in the draft. And that's right. What what way do they go? Who knows? Does Fields even have any a trade value at the minute? Who knows? So the Bears have a lot to work out. Now, Rat, we've got our first game here, the Colts taking on the Patriots. It's 1.30 a.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time, which tells me, is it being played in London or Germany? No, or that's in Germany again, played? right? The same stadium that the uh, Dolphins and Chiefs played in uh, last week. So that's Stuttgart, I think it was. I love it. Well, my best bet last week was that uh, Jonathan Taylor would get a touchdown. He did not get enough yards for my liking, but he did get the touchdown. He comes up against the Patriots, who are two and seven. What do you like in this one, if you like anything? Mate, I don't like too much. Just a correction there, that is in Frankfurt, NFL games over there in Germany. So I don't like a heap here. I do like... I'm going to back in again, Jonathan Taylor, to get over. That That's all I... That's all I really like here. He's, he's got to be the pivotal point of this Indiana Colts offense. I don't know where New England go from here. Mac Jones has stunk it up. 
Andre Stevenson started to get going a bit last week, but not too much jumps out at me here, Tommy. I reckon this is going to be an arm wrestle, I think. I reckon New England scrap out a just scrap out a genuine arm wrestle here. What do you reckon? Well, we know Bill Belichick always takes out their weapon, but look, you know, Jonathan Taylor, Moss, Pittman, there's a few there. Taylor was quiet last week, man. They had a good match against the Panthers and he only had 47 yards off 18 attempts. Went for 2.61 yards per carry. So a bit disappointing. Got his touchdown in the passing game, but he does get a green matchup. I'm going to be following him up. I think his line's like 60, 68 and a half or something on, on the sleeper app, which is really low. So I think Jonathan Taylor will be what I'll be focusing on. I think the Colts can get it done. Um, but yeah, it's not a game that's too attractive. Hopefully, they put up some points. I think the Miami and the Miami and the Chiefs game is a bit disappointing for the you know the high powered offense that we that we saw. I think Mahomes went first drive touchdown, but it ended up being a quite a low scoring game, and the finish was quite boring. So hopefully, they can get a really entertaining game uh, on the road. Now let's skip to the next game, the first of the five AM as mate. The Browns taking on the Ravens, my boys. There, well this this conference is dominating. You know what I mean? So this is a big game. The one thing I love about both teams is their defenses. I think I think Cleveland's number one and Ravens are two, but I just can't trust Watson. So if you're going to go a quarterback over quarterback, I know I'm a Ravens man, but you can't knock Lamar Jackson at the moment. I, yeah, obviously being the Ravens in this, and I'm I'm interested to see Flowers. He's had a couple of really lean games. Only had one catch last week um, for 11 yards, and has only had one touchdown on the year. Very confusing. So doesn't get a great matchup this week, but. Yeah, I reckon I reckon Flowers is someone I'm going to keep my eye on. Uh, but in terms of the game, I just think Ravens for mine. And I'm interested to see, does this become a really high-scoring game or do the defences keep both offences down? What do you think? Yeah, you're right, mate. This is a game of the round for mine. I'm finding it really hard to split these two. And I'm going to go a similar thing with you here where the only thing that I think splits them is the quarterback play. So... Take a Lamar over to Sean here. I reckon Baltimore win at home helps a little bit. Um, yeah, I'm going to take Baltimore here. And as I mentioned prior, the only thing splitting these two for mine is the quarterback play. Gus Edwards is the one, man. He he His touchdown performance. He's had one touchdown, three. He's had six touchdowns in the last three weeks. Does But again, gets a really tough matchup. It's all red. Everything's red here on the board. But if I go back a couple of weeks ago when I was over in the States, I remember watching, I think it was the Colts and and the and the Browns, and it was just like 30 something points each. So if they can do it, I don't I don't see why the Ravens can't. And another thing I wanted, I know I'm talking about this game a bit longer, but there's a little other Lamar Jackson put an Instagram story up and it was about his his fantasy, because I've got him in one of my leagues, and how he wrote like, you know, a cry face, like, hey guys, like I know that you got me in my fantasy team and I'm letting you all down because he keeps giving the ball to the running backs. So I'm interested to see if he just throws a couple this week. I know they're only little things, right, but it's definitely on his mind. I reckon we might see Lamar throw a couple tutties. So I might have a little play there. Ravens and Lamar over one and a half touchdown passes as my bet, mate. I think that might be my uh, my little one to start off the uh, the week. What do, you, what, what do you like in that one Is, for a little multi? Uh, mate, I really like that call, but even more so instead of throwing it, how about he just gets out? Over himself, so it'll be interesting to see what he is for an anytime tutty on that one. You probably get about two bucks to two twenty, I'd say, yeah. for Lamar to get over. So that could be a little uh, quarterback keep there, mate, and see him uh, waltz on into the uh, end zone. Great shout, righto. Let's move to Texans taking on the Bengals. The Bengals are looking incredible. Gee whiz, Joe Burrow with a nice calf. <laughs> He's just 
He's a class above. I thought it was fr- mate. He was free money last week. I think they're a dollar seventy five against the Bills at home. He is a different player right now, and could be. You know what? He could be in the MVP race if you just if they understand that he had a torn calf, and you just cancel the first two weeks. His last five have been incredible. They take on the Texans. Now, let's not skip over CJ Stroud. Coming off 53 points on our sleeper at five, 470 yards passing, five tutties. Oh, my God. And no interceptions. This this guy is seriously the best quarterback by a mile out of that draft class. Gets a good matchup against Cincy. What do you like here? Because it, it's going to be tough without, I think their main receiver is going to be out for the game. Nico Collins. I think he, he has been ruled out with a calf. So that tells me that Noah Brown, Tank Dale, and maybe Robert Woods, who's questionable, step up to the plate. Otherwise, it should be Joe Barrow time. What do you think here, mate? Yeah, you're right, mate. I really like to look at Noah Brown last week. He had six targets, six catches, went for 153 yards and one tutty. I really like that. Um, and also, we know Damian Pierce. I like uh, Devin Singletary here as well. I reckon... Not so much on the rushing front because the defensive line of the Bengals um, has been going quite strong. I like him on the re- in the receiving markets this week. It'll be interesting to see what they are when they come out. But I still think the way Cincinnati are going, they're moving way too well at the minute. Uh, offense is running seamlessly. Joe Burrow looks great. And as we mentioned, um, first three or four weeks of this year, it's nearly a dead ringer to last year. Even though they were playing shit-ass, Burrow wasn't injured at the start of last year, but... It's the way it's worked out, and it looks like this season is going to follow a similar path where majority of the season they've looked pretty well the best team in it. So can't knock the Bengals here. I reckon they get it done quite easily again. Yeah, Bengals are mine, and Jamar Chase touchdown. I saw him getting absolutely peppered last week, and they just couldn't get one. So I think Jamar Chase, I know he's had a little bit of a sore back, but that was because that drop catch. He'll be fine. Bengals for mine, Jamar Chase, touchdown will be my bet. Righto, next game, San Fran taking on the Jags. Another cracker. Righto, this is interesting. I think San Fran's coming off a couple of losses in a row, if I'm correct, Brad. And this game is on the road. Jags 6-2 and two with a better record. They've been outstanding. The player that I'm looking for in this one is definitely Christian Kirk. I think he had a little flat week last week. Ridley had a little bit of a spike. But you know what happens when that happens. It's like one goes up, one goes down. I feel like Ridley might go a little bit more quiet this week and Kirk goes off. Who wins the game? Well, it says right here that Debo Samuel is off the injury report report with the shoulder. So if he's going to play, I reckon I might jump back on San Fran. What do you like? Yeah, great share. That that dictates what I do this week, Tommy. Debo back. Purdy's got... His full complement of weapons here. I reckon San Fran can win this because you can see when they had to rely on Ayuk and Debo wasn't in. They had to rely too heavily on CMC and Ayuk. So I reckon San Fran can win this one with their backs up against the wall. I reckon their defense will come out, breathe and fire. I reckon it's going to be a close one, but I still think San Fran uh, salute in this. And on your point there as well, I reckon Kirk has emerged over the last month as their wide receiver one still. Um, but yeah, I reckon San Fran salute here. Tommy, what do you reckon happens? Yeah. What about Brandon Ayuk? I think we had our podcast and we said he was our best bet against Minnesota who went for 57 yards. And then the next week, he had 109 against Cincy, who's a tough matchup traditionally. And then they had the bye. I haven't spoken to you since. But it's just always the case, isn't it? You, you, you load up on them 
when they got a perfect matchup, Debo's out and they and they shit the bed. And then the week after, you don't touch them and they gave for 109. He hasn't had a touchdown since week one, man. So I'm just, I'm wondering, is this the week he gets a touchdown? I think it has to be, but C-Mac does continue to steal them. I'm just going to keep my eyes on Ayuk. He's one of the guys, when I talk about they owe me money, there's been a lot ticked off. There's been a lot. Mate, Odell Beckham had his last week. I should have mentioned it before. It was his 30th birthday. These little things we've got to be on, but... He's probably one of the guys that probably owes me money, and it's Ayuk for a touchdown. I reckon he's one of the guys that still hasn't saluted. I know it was week one, but it's been a long time between drinks. And for a guy that's wide receiver one pretty much, if it's not McCaffrey, you'd think he gets a sniff here. Um, although Jags' defense is fantastic. I know we're talking a bit here, but the player that's also been outstanding is Evan Ingram. He's last... His last uh, three games, seven receptions, five and ten. He's had a lot of. He's had so every game, mate. This is actually quite interesting. Since week one, he's had eight targets in nearly every game. He had seven, seven and ten on his last three. Before that, he had eight every game. So he's a pretty good bet to have forty yards nearly every week, man. 49, 57, 67, 59, 28, 41, 45 and eighty-eight in a game like San Fran, where they're probably going to be playing, you know. I reckon they're going to be trying to stop the run game with ETN. I reckon he might be a little nice proppy there, right? That's probably one of the ones I'll be looking at, those little props um, and staying away from the result. But you'd think the 49ers have had the buy and they're ready to go. That's I just I know they're on the road, but I reckon they might be my value player. What are they paying, Rat? Have you got your uh, app in front of you? Is there any can you get that up while I get the next game up? Is this the Niners, mate? Yeah, I'm I'm wondering if they're favorites or not. Oh, yeah, dollar fifty six phase at Jacksonville. To oh, 243. Are, He's a bookies really like okay that's yeah right. I thought well Jags a bit of value for Jags maybe you get on the Jags then I, I think that's a bit disrespectful I thought the Jags are going better than that just to get what are they paying two fifty two forty yeah two forty well no good value good value plus seven and a half anyway let's move on uh, who'd you tip in that one sorry Brad Ah uh, San Fran nice nice All right let's move on here we got the we got the Saints taking on the Vikings. What about Dobbs? That is inspiring what he did last week. It definitely ruined me bet when I had Atlanta to win, but I, I went down on Olave for yards, so it didn't really matter. Um, and Dobbsy, what he was doing like was it was just good. It was great for the franchise. They've had a tough week. He's been traded around. He's he's moved, mate. He's moved more clubs than you, I reckon, the last couple of years. He has been everywhere, Dobbsy. Honestly, what a performance. Oh mate, I, I after that game, absolutely staggered with the the footage that was coming out in regards to him with his offensive lineman, them getting used to his cadence. So just when he's actually going to call for the ball and the way the way he operates uh, under center, like that was just absolutely amazing to be able to just come in there like that and actually dish up a win and really win him the game late, considering he'd just been in the facility and just been traded, and we all know his story. He's had bloody more clubs the last twelve months and hot dinners. But um, yeah, mate, they've they've got their guy now. He's, he just seems like an ultimate professional. I still can't pick New Orleans in this game. Like I just don't know their defense is on fire, but on offense, I just can't trust Derek Carr. They chuck Taysom Hill in a bit on the goal line, and he does a bunch of weird shit. He catches it, he runs it, he scores a tutty every second week. I'm going to take Minnesota in this one at home after what I saw last week. And Jordan Addison, uh, geez, picked up. He had 52 yards last week, but before that. 
Uh, one touchdown, two touchdowns, one and one. He's he's absolutely on fire. So I reckon Minnesota get over and look for Addison to have a big one. Yeah, I don't mind that call. I I, I kind of yeah, the Saints are frustrating. Derek Carr really doesn't inspire me. It, it pisses me off a lot actually because he just doesn't he doesn't keep him on the field when you want it. And then the other thing is Taysom Hill comes on and steals Kamara's touchdowns, it, it, but then sometimes he doesn't. It's really really annoying. What about the news coming out of the camp with Michael Thomas? He's expected to play, but he's been, uh, I think he was caught up in a little bit of a, was he, did he get in trouble, arrested on Friday night, allegedly pushing and threatening a contractor? That's what it says here on the app. It says he's going to play, but a couple of times I've had a few issues. I think Alave was caught speeding the, the other week. There's a few, maybe the, maybe Derek Carr is just ca- causing all kinds of dramas with his wide receiver room. They're going mad, Rat. They're going mad. <laughs> If that's the case, there's a guy called Shahid who hasn't gotten in trouble yet. But mate, you, you just can't go past Taysom Hill. He literally the last the last few weeks he's had a touchdown in the last three weeks he's had a touchdown in every game. Two he's had a receiving one and he uh, in three weeks ago receiving they had two receiving and then last week he had a rushing. Gets a good matchup this week. He, he pisses me off because he keeps stealing all of Kamara's work. But if I go back to the week before, the um the Minnesota Vikings allowed. Atlanta have had 152 yards and a touchdown from the tight end position. Jonah Smith went for 100 and a touchdown and Pitts went for 52 yards. So it's set up for Taysom Hill at tight end. So maybe that's a nice little property there, mate, for the receiving yards. I don't know whether you can get a touchdown as well on the end of it, but you'd think this would be high scoring. Um, just one more little fun fact here. And by the way, Vikings fight and four. What a comeback. They had a shocking start of the season. That's big. If, if just, Justin just Jefferson can get back soon, they might be a sniff late. Um, they haven't had a rushing touchdown all year. Can you believe that? We're into week nine or 10 here. What are we into? Week 10. We're in week 10. They haven't had a rushing touchdown, Rat. Oh, that's outrageous. That is absolutely outrageous. So are they due, Rat? Are they due? Oh, yeah. Mate, our punny <laughs> philosophy. Fuck, they're due. They're due. Well, I just think Madison, he's a good player. Oh. Oh, but the thing is, Dobbsy does run around with the ball. So um, I think Akers, did Akers hurt himself? I think Akers hurt his Achilles, which was... Oh, let me just get that one up, Rad. Yeah, he's out. He's out, mate. Yeah, he's done. Devastating. Yeah, that's devastating for him. Um, well, thoughts go to him, mate. I'm going to tip the Saints. I just, I know Dobbs is... I just don't... I, I'm going to... I just think Saints are more settled as a team. Dobbs is in. He's fresh. I know they're at home, but I think the Saints are going all right, and the defense is not bad. So I'm going to tip the Saints in this one, mate, and I'm going to be backing... I think I want a larvae for yards and I and and Taysom Hill maybe, but Kamara, I think he's gonna get over. He didn't get a touchdown last week. He had two the week before that. I reckon Kamara might get a little receiving touchdown. What do you reckon? I do like that. He's been a Derek Carr's safety blanket, catches a lot of passes off him when he's under trouble. So I really like that bet this week, Kamara to get over. Righto, let's move on. Packers three and a five, taking on the Steelers five and three at home. Steelers will probably win this game in what will be a horrific low before you know low scoring scrap i'd imagine i don't know what the weather looks it looks like it's kind of cloudy with a little bit of sun the packers man if they couldn't run the ball they'd be in strife like there's nothing sexy about jordan love he had a touchdown last week 228 against the rams but it was the run game for mine i thought aaron jones and dylan got to work this week against the steelers they get a good matchup Jones had 20 carries last week. He had 100 scrimmage yards and a touchdown. So he might be back. But I don't mind the Steelers in this one. And the guy that I really like as a matchup, I reckon George Pickens gets the matchup because Deontay Johnson will get 
their cornerback in Jaya Alexander. I think this is a nice little proppy for Pickens for receiving yards. And I think at home, the Pittsburgh Steelers continually get it done. So that'll be who I'll be going for, right? You? Yeah, I reckon Pitt win this in, as you mentioned, an arm wrestle. The quarterback play from both of these teams hasn't been crash hot. Um, yeah, professional effort here. Pittsburgh at home for mine. Um, and I like what you said on the Piggins front, but I have been very impressed with Deontay Johnson since he came back last week. He looked great. It was his first touchdown for the for the season, which I was bloody stoked about. Um, yeah, I reckon you might have a little play in my bets of the week a bit later, Deontay Johnson, so stay tuned. But pit for mine. I love it. Well, mate, I've got my best bet coming up in the next. If he plays the Tennessee Titans, who do you think my best bet is? Oh, uh, hop. Exactly. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers allowed that many passing yards. They're not, they're very good against the run. So Derrick Henry, if there's a guy that can beat them, it's him, you know, in this game. But we know they're very good against the run. And when you put all your eggs into that, I just think this week, hop. he's lying right here as I open me up, 61 and a, and a half. I think he smashes that. I think I'll be taking 70, 80, 90. That is one of my best bets of the week. I'm going to multi that into our special. We'll put it on Instagram later, but that'll be one of my ones. I think D-Hop over is an absolute lock. The guy that I've been pumping up on this podcast is Rashad White. You know, I was big on him a couple of weeks ago. He went for two touch. He had two touchdowns last week, 73 yards on the ground and 46 receiving yards against Houston. Which does tell me, though, when we were talking about Houston earlier, we probably didn't mention Joe Mixon. It's probably a good game for Joe Mixon coming off a pretty low. I think he was going, I think he only had 37 or 47 yards. He was a bit, you know, I think he had a few issues that, like last week with the body. But that might be a nice little one there for all those punters. Just got to follow the trend. But, mate, for mine, it's I really like, I really, really like D Hop in this one. And I probably think, I don't think the Titans can win this game. I don't. But, I wouldn't be going head to head in this. You just you just never know with the Titans. They're a good outfit when they want to be. Um, who do I like from the Bucks? Nothing's screaming at me, mate. Nothing is screaming at me. I probably probably can't go past Mikey Evans, can you, with a little touchdown. He's been on fire. Um, but yeah, I just think D Hop, mate, that if they're gonna be playing from behind, 61 yards is quite low for someone of his uh his caliber. What do you think? Yeah, agree, mate, on that plot. A prop really like to look at Rashad White recently, as you mentioned. I reckon he'll get over and he's catching a few passes too, which is great for fantasy owners. I reckon Tampa will win this one down at home in sunny Florida. Righto, let's move on. Falcons taking on the Arizona Cardinals. Now, I know that I told you every time the Cardinals play this year, bet against them. They're one and eight. So, Aces, you can thank me later. All right, they beat Dallas, they shouldn't have beat Dallas, it should be zero and nine. Now, that rule now changes. Kyler Murray is back. Fucking love seeing blokes back. Hate seeing quarterbacks out. It's great to see this bloke back, mate. He's been out for, I don't know, 360 days or something with that with that uh, knee of his. And, you know, I think he can make an immediate impact when he gets back. They're playing the Falcons, though. They're not – look, they've got pretty good D, but I'm really interested to see them. I'm, uh, but the one thing I'm interested in this game – I've had a gutful. I've had a gutful, man. The Falcons coach, whatever he's doing, he must be doing this on purpose. Otherwise, he is the most horrific coach I've ever... He's drafted Bajan Robinson and Pitts, and he's got one of them on the bench 
He's using Jonah Smith as a jet sweep. He's got Algier at goal line. Mate, why are they giving Robinson the ball and Pitts the ball? I just doesn't, and they get beat. You know what I mean? It's just got me. It's it it, it makes me angry. I don't even have Bajan Robinson fantasy. If I had him in fantasy, I'd be losing my mind. London comes back this week, which means their wide receiver one is good to go off that groin. Bajan Robinson, he he just he, he's got a perfect matchup this week. There is literally no excuses. It's a it's as green as green. You know what I mean? He had 62 yards rushing two weeks ago on a touchdown, 51 yards last week. He went for 4.64 yards per carry. He's had hardly any work in the backfield for catching. This has to be Bajan Robinson week, doesn't it? Mate, you're right. It makes me absolutely sick. You've got this absolute stud running back that you've drafted with your first pick in the last draft, and he barely touches the fucking ball. And whenever he does, it's electric as well. It's not like he's looked shit ass. When he gets it, he looks like an absolute stud. So they've just got to feed him. I don't know what's going on. Like, look, we saw last year, and like, Algie is okay. He's okay. But you've got this bloke like, fuck, just play Algie when, when fucking Bijan's done or crook or injured. That just doesn't make any sense. I reckon Robinson gets over. That's the only thing I really like here. I'm staying away from the result. You don't know what Kyler Murray's going to produce. It's great for uh, Hollywood Brown and guys like uh, McBride, the tight end there, Trey McBride. So staying away from a result. But for the for the American out there, I'll go Atlanta winning this in Kyler Murray's first one back and Bijan to score a tutty. What do you reckon? Yeah, the touchdown thing concerns me. I'm, I'm just going to go the, for my special. I think I'm going to take Bijan over 56 and a half rushing. Because they, sh- I think they'll lead. I think the Falcons will win this. I think Kyler Murray is going to be nervous. It's his first game back. Expectations are low. They're at home. It would be great to see them get a win. But the Falcons are pretty good defensively, traditionally as well, and they've got a great offense. The quarterback can sling it. Um, but yeah, I, I just all eyes on Bajan Robinson. I think fifty six and a half. I'm taking the over. He had fifty one last week, sixty one the week before, but he's had no work. He's had eleven carries. I just I think he can get to fifteen, sixteen carries. He smashes that out the park. He could go for a hundred and something. He just needs one. You know what it's like. You see more opportunity, and then all of a sudden he gets a little gap. So, ah oh man, I just want to see the coach put the best players on the field. I'm sick of watching him. I don't know what they're doing. What are they? They're four, are they four and five? I can't. Yeah, four and five. So. They kind of need to win the game. They need a win. I don't know why they're not using him. Uh, hopefully, he starts to light up. Anyway, that's my rant over. I'm going to tip Falcons, and I'm going to be looking all over Bajan Robinson um, is where all my eyes will be going on that one. But, yeah, good to see Kyle Murray back in action. Righto, Detroit Lions taking on the Chargers. This will be a cracker. Six and two Lions taking on Chargers, four and four, who are starting to look like they can play defense. Eckler's lighting up. He's had a touchdown in uh, – he had two touchdowns. He had a touchdown the last two games. Um, Detroit really good against the run. So you'd expect the pass game. I think Keenan Allen right here gets a pretty good matchup considering they haven't really got anywhere else to throw it. Um, man, I've got to tip the Lions though. I reckon the Lions have just got more. And the bloke that you've got to look out for now is uh is is, Mon- is Montgomery still out? Montgomery doesn't carry injury designation in a week. Monty's 10. back, mate. Monty is back. There you go. So Gibbs, you got it, the drama there. He's just come off an absolute cracker two weeks, 68 yards. And a touchdown with 58 yards receiving against the Ravens. And then goes 152 on the ground against the Raiders with one touchdown and 37 yards receiving into the bye week. He could not have put his name up anymore. But you bring Monty back. Who gets goal line, you reckon? Mate, Monty gets goal line here. Seen it before. 
Uh, Dan Campbell still just backs in his workhorse. You saw it last year with Williams. And just I'm having a look here. Before Montgomery went out, he was a dollar forty to get over, and I'm looking now, he's a dollar ninety nine. So I don't reckon you'll ever get that price for Monty in this Detroit Lions offense again to score a touchdown. It's a great matchup as well. Chargers not too good against the run. Um, they're not too good against anything, but they have tightened up. They're one of those teams that have tightened up. Uh, yeah, now I, I think you know what you can do with the algorithms. This is a little little fun fact, but if you take Gibbs over rushing and you take Monty um, for a touchdown, it'll it'll give you these juicy odds because it's just, you know, it's crazy. So I reckon, um, and, and if you took Monty, do you reckon Monty will get a lot of work up the field or do you reckon he'll just be mainly goal line? Do you reckon, or do you reckon be 50-50 or do you reckon they're going to lean straight back on Monty for most of the work? Nah, I reckon they'll ease him into it. I reckon Gibbs gets a bit more opportunity this week, especially further up the field, but I still reckon Monty gets... He gets the rushes, the first two downs, and then Gibbs comes on for third down because he uh, catches the ball a bit better. Yeah, like it. Well, I'm looking forward to that game. There should be offense in that. The one thing that's hard with the Chargers is they don't really have – they've lost a couple of their wide receivers, mate. So it's if it's not Ken and Allen, I mean, I can't trust Johnson and Guyton and Davis, and you got to go to the tight ends. Everett's not bad and Parnham, but it's not like – it used to be, you know, with Palmer and Mike Williams. So without them there, I just think the Lions have got more on defense and on offense. So I'm going to tip the Lions, mate. Yeah, I'm taking the Lions too, mate. I just a bit more confident in them, in their, what is it, dependability and just their consistency as well. Uh, you've seen it in the charges. They just find a way to shit the bed consistently and get a turnover at crucial time. So I'm going to take Detroit. Right, here comes my best bet of the week. A dollar oh four they are. Mate, the Cowboys are gonna win by I reckon they could win by thirty. And I reckon the Giants might not score. And I think their defense could get fucking three touchdowns. This is a load up job. I just hope they don't rest Dak Prescott. The one guy though, the one guy who's due, and I'm gonna put him in my multi for my special this week, because he's cost me. It's Tony Pollard. He has not got out. He's just been so poor, man. Hasn't had a touchdown since week one. Can you believe that? Yeah, that's that's good. He is a dollar fifty one though, so they are they are backing him to get him, mate. The Cowboys are a dollar oh four, so mate, that's not even better than buddy bank interest at the minute. Um, the line is currently sitting at seventeen and a half. So look, I reckon they I reckon they cover that. They've got the Giants have Danny DeVito's grandson in a quarterback this week, so <laughs> I, I don't think I don't think he's going to be much chop. Their defense was too good. Come at him hard. Yeah, I think you're spot on, mate. Oh, fuck, you'd, you'd even take 20-plus just to juice up the odds a bit. So, yeah, Cowboys for mine, especially at home. And, yeah, Pollard to get over. You might go 20-plus and Pollard even even a double up. Get him going. Get him going, Tommy. You know he hasn't had over 53 yards rushing since week three? Yeah, he's been shit ass. Can you believe that? He's the lead back of a team that is flying. They're five and three. They're not flying, but they've been, you know, they've played some tough games. Look, this is an easy game. I just wonder if Dak wants to sling the ball around again. C.D. Lamb, we can't skip over C.D. Lamb. He's gone for 117, 158, 191. He had a touchdown in – he's only had a touchdown in two games this season. So he might be wanting a touchdown as well. Look, it's probably smart to stay away from the touchdowns in this one and just take minus 14 or something and just get your juice. Because I just – mate, I don't even think the Giants will be able to score – over 10 points and I expect the Cowboys to score 40. So 
yeah, this is this is the best bet of the week. If you want to have a little play with anything, like you've got Lamb, Gallup, and you know what? I've read I've read a lot about Dallas because I like Dallas. You know, I like Dallas. They piss me off, but they they to improve on the season. It's clearly ever they need to find Brandon Cooks the ball. He can't be going home with he hasn't had he hasn't had more than forty nine yards receiving in a game. He hasn't had more than four catches in a game. Mate, he hasn't had he's only been over thirty yards twice the whole season. So if they want to improve, I I just think they need to start working him into the game. So Brandon Cooks is someone that I'm just looking at. He had two touchdowns in three of his last games. Um, I just yeah, I just think Brandon Cooks is a player that I'd imagine they're having a chat about internally and saying we've got to start getting this bloke the ball because he's going to be important for us later in the season. So keep your eyes out. Brandon Cooks and Polar, they're two boys that are probably starving. Um, and with Danny DeVito's son, uh, grandson playing, it, it, I, I expect Dak Prescott to have the ball <laughs> in the gold zone about eight times. So I might not be going on prop yards, for, you know, the yard bet, right? Because they could be getting off the field by three-quarter time, putting the backups in. Uh, but keep an eye on that one. Hey, and that's another one, Rat. That's another one. Sorry, guys. I know I'm talking a bit here, but when they go so well, they put all their backup running backs in. So you got that bloke, Rico. Yeah, De- Deuce Vaughn. You got Deuce Vaughn. You got Deuce Vaughn. You got Malik Davis. So whatever one comes on, they pay heaps. So sometimes you got to look for them ones instead yeah. of pop It might be one of them. But uh, mate, it's a little fun. juicy one there for you. Deuce, Deuce Vaughn at $4.30. Oh, he's a he's a small man. I don't know if he gets in, does he? <laughs> in the order of grasshopper, isn't he? He's five foot six and 176 pounds. I don't know if he can pound the rock in the past. That that Giants Vandy's been not bad lately, actually. Um, mate, yeah, DeVito, he's gonna have a tough game. What do he go for 175 against Vegas? Well, yeah, I can't see him doing much this week. So this is gonna be load up. Put the house. This could be a put the house on. You could put the house on Dallas here at a dollar oh four and just take the profit, couldn't you? Yeah, uh, mate. <laughs> gamble responsibly. Yeah, of course, gamble responsibly. All right, Washington taking on <laughs> Seattle. Uh Seattle Seahawks five and three. They'll be at home. Now, fun fact, Geno Smith had a horrific game last week. He went for 157 passing yards against the Raiders. The Raiders are just a, a great outfit. He'll look to bounce back. He went for 254, 219, 326 the three weeks prior. Washington, all year we've said it, they've got the worst, like worst defense when it comes to the uh, you know, past defense. I just think he's gonna he's gonna come back, he's gonna light it up, and uh he's probably one of my best bets of the week. I'm gonna take Geno Smith for 225 to 250, depending on what the markets are offering me. But he will be going in passing yards. I just expect him to get back to work. And they'll get the win, but I'll just be taking him for two twenty-five yards. Uh, what do I get there for that? I'm just going to look. His line's two sixty-one. So if you take him for about two, here we go. Here, sorry guys, bear with me. You get dollar eighty-two for one and a half plus TD passes, which is I think very good. Um, where is it here, mate? Here it is. Here you get a dollar sixty-one for two fifty. So I'm going to take that. I think he'll get that easily against Washington. What do you like in this one? Yeah, I think she had a win, mate, and spot on. Um, going to back in a boy Ty Lockett again. He's fifty-eight and a half. I'm not going to do what you do, and he's due for a tutty. I'm going to leave that one out. I just like his um receiving line at the minute at fifty-eight and a half, and Seattle to win. Very good, mate. Very good, righto. Last game of no, sorry, second last game of the week ten schedule. Fuck, it's not great. Jets taking on the Raiders. Look, there's a lot of dramas at the Jets at the QB position and their O line. 
but their defense is elite. Then you go to the Raiders and they've just had this change of the guard. They've got the new co- you know, the coach from Compton. He got the boys smoking cigars after the game. You know, Devontae Adams still doesn't get a he's had 34 yards, but he looked happy. He goes up against the Jets this week, who he tried to get a trade to. Uh Jacob's running like he used to. You know what I mean? Like Jacob's clearly didn't like the coach. Like none of I, I, I couldn't stand the coach. I like he, he just didn't look like a coach. This new coach is definitely uh, ticking all the boxes. And then you know the young Aiden O'Connell. He looks alright, mate. He looks alright. He, he he handled himself. You know, two hundred and nine passing yards last week. Didn't pass a touchdown. But what do you like in this one, brother? Yeah, you're right, mate. The Raiders' day is firing with, uh, at the hands of Max Crosby there. Um, Zach Wilson back doing Zach Wilson things. Um, I like the Raiders here. And look, with Aiden O'Connell there, look, he's just finding his feet. They fed the ball to Josh Jacobs 26 times last week for 100 yards and two tutties. Um, I reckon Vegas win this one and Jacobs gets over for a touchdown. What do you think? I'm going to disagree with you. I think Jets can win. I think this will be a really ugly game, a game low scoring. Uh, and you know, you know, I love Brees Hall, but mate, I need to remind you guys like <laughs> Gibbs went for 150 on the ground against the Raiders a couple of weeks ago. The Raiders, they've had their sugar fix. The new coaches come in, they've cut the head coach, you know, they cut the OC, the GM, they, they sacked Jimmy G. It's all good, right? One week, second week. You know what it's like, man. It's it's they they don't go back to their old ways, but they start to it's it's like the sugar runs out, you know. And it's can they do it again? I don't think they can get the chocolates this week. I think the Jets can win, and they're going to lean on Brees Hall. So I'm going to take Brees Hall over as another one of my specials this week. Um, I just think Brees Hall will be getting the ball, and a dollar eighty nine they are the Jets, so they're just favourites over a dollar ninety one the Raiders. But yeah, Brees Hall for about 60 yards rushing at $1.54. Take that any day of the week. Um, so that's who I'll be going for, Rat. Right, let's turn our attention to prime time. Geez, the prime time games are just not much chop, are they? That's the prime time game. Yeah, you know, Sunday night football, they call it, which is our 12 o'clock game here in, in Melbourne. If you're in Melbourne or 11.20, you're in the Goldie. Uh, Jets v Raiders. Now we go to Broncos v the Bills at the Bills. Broncos have started to play a little bit better and Josh Allen seriously needs a win. This game might be harder than you think with Diggs getting a bit of Patrick Satan attention coming off a juicy 86 yards performance. Mate, what do you like in this one? I think I'll be turning all my attention to Dalton Kincaid, 81. He's gone for 75, 65 and 81 since Dawson Knox has been out. I think he's the best prop bet for that match. What do you like? Yeah, mate, he's really good. Hasn't he the last three weeks? Um, Gabe Davis has been very disappointing, very, very disappointing. I've had him in a had him in a couple of my leagues and had a couple of punts on him the last couple of weeks, and he just hasn't fired a shot. He's had one good game the past month. So look, look for Gabe to fire up, especially if Diggs gets uh, that certain attention. Still not sold on the Broncos. As we know, Russ had a good win against the Chiefs. Um, I'm going to take the Bills here because, as you mentioned, they are desperate at the minute there. I don't even think they're in the um, playoff picture at the minute. I don't think they would um, they'd make it at the minute, Tommy. The way I was looking at the the standings at the minute, so I think they need to really get going and yeah, start to find some form heading into the back half of the season. So I reckon the Bills win this one at home. And remember my stat from a couple of weeks ago: 
which didn't really stack up last week. Mixon didn't really get going, but the Bills were allowing the most yards per carry uh, a couple of weeks ago. So you'd think little Williams there from um, from Broncos is not a bad shout, little uh, Javante. So I reckon he might be a nice little, little you know, 40 or 50 yards. You can beef up your multi. So have a little look at that one for a little prime time. Right, that's all I've got. Um, mate, Todd Gurley's in Gold Coast. Are you catching up with him? Big Toddy's in for the flag footy. I'm going to head out again next week for the thing, uh, similar thing that we did last year for the uh, Australian Primary NFL Flag Tournament. Um, and we'll see what the big big boy's doing. He's a, he's a busy man. Everyone wants a piece of him. So we'll see what big uh, TG, TG's up to on the coast, Trano. He's had a good – I've been following on the socials, mate. He's had a good little uh... – yeah, he's come to Melbourne, Melbourne, Australia at the right time, hasn't he? Like, it's just pumping. He's been at the racetrack. He's been getting around everyone. Everyone's been getting around him. It's good to see, isn't it? It is. I think he dipped a toe in last year, come at a similar time, but didn't know what was going on. So doing the same trip out, courtesy of NFL Australia, with the Rams being uh, Australia's correspondent team. So, um, yeah, he's he's doing the rounds, mate, and seeing all the good things. Spring Carnival, going to Culture Kings, he's, he's doing it all. Making his way up to the Goldie now to be the ambassador for the flag tournament as well. So, he's um, yeah, he's living the dream, big TG. It's great, mate. It's great to see. Um, right, send me your specials. I'll check them up on Instagram. Everyone that's tuning in, appreciate your patience. We're going to get this one up as quick as we can so you can listen to it before the game's been a fantastic start to the season. We've got some exciting announcements coming at Oz American Aces, especially with our, our NFL fantasy club that we've got. We're going to bring something new to life very soon. And I want you to, you know, I wanted to give you all a little update on that. Uh, as always, guys, with Rick's Eyewear, one of our major sponsors, we've got our Black Friday sales around the corner. And I'll give you a little idea that the Soho cherries that everyone continually wants that they keep selling out, they're going to be restocked. So little heads up, I think it's Wednesday or maybe Tuesday night. Um, but just keep your eyes out for that. If you want to prepare, jump on, use that. And remember, you can use a discount code ACES. I don't think it'll work when there's a big sale. I think the sale might even be better. So just keep your eyes out for that. Um but right, that's all I've really got. I'm I'm looking forward to this week. It's a bit I forgot to mention at the very start, we've got some really high-powered offenses on by um with the Chiefs, the Rams, the Dolphins, and the Eagles. So a few dramas, no doubt, on the fantasy footballers uh that out there that are playing. They'd be losing a lot of quarterbacks and a lot of weapons. I know our man uh Boyd Cordner, who's eight and one. He's got half of the Dolphins receivers. So I reckon he might have a loss this week, right? That's what I'm going to say. But, um, mate, that's all I've got. Uh, enjoy the recovery. Appreciate your time, brother. And everyone else listening, love your support. Keep it up. And uh, we will hopefully be in for the money and uh, see you all next week. 